welcome to Repod, the podcast discussing podcasting in Europe with industry experts and creators. My name is Alexander Damian Ricci and I'm your host. For this month's episode of Repod, we invited Jay Harrison, who in 2020 joined the Audio Lab at the University of York in the UK to study a PhD in partnership with BBC Research and Development and XR Stories. The latest research paper by Jay goes under the title The Relationship Between Environmental Context and Attentional Engagement in Podcast Listening Experiences. So in this chat, we explore the relationship between contextual factors on the one hand and attentional engagement on the other one. But we also discuss the importance of academic research in the field of podcasting, for the related industry and what the future of research holds for us. So this is me speaking to Jay Harrison. Hello, Jay. Thanks a lot for being with us here today on Repod. Hello, Alexander. Thank you. It's really good to be here. Thank you. So Jay, I came across a research paper you authored and I, you know, I popped into it by reading Pod News and I thought, what an interesting topic to dive into. Can you explain a bit the key concepts and variables you, you analyze in that study? Yeah, so what we're most interested in with this work was trying to find out how people are listening to podcasts, specifically with smartphones in mobile listening situations. Surprisingly, there's not been much work that's done to looking at how these kind of contexts might influence or relate to different kinds of engagement in listening experiences. That was our aim, really, to try and quantitatively look at how these contexts might map to attention and engagement. So you use this term attentional engagement. What's that specifically? So when we're talking about this term attentional engagement, what we mean is it's sort of derived from this study by uh, two academics, Bissell and Bill Zandrick, 2009 paper. And they, they were looking at different sort of uh, measures of narrative engagement. And within that, you had this idea of attentional focus. When you're sort of experiencing optimal attentional focus, you're, uh, you'd be referred to as experiencing flow with the activity. And flow is defined as a state where the individual's attention is fully focused on activity. And that's paired with a loss of conscious awareness of oneself and one's surroundings. That's what we're trying to look at and, uh, you know, representing the sort of optimal level of focus and engagement, almost, I suppose, immersion in, in the content, really. Right. So it's all about context and engagement. Tell us a bit more about the data collection process, please. Yeah. So there was, um, in terms of variables, there's two main areas in which data was collected. Uh, firstly, it was a 30 item attentional engagement as a function of environmental context in podcast listening experiences scale, which is a bit of a mouthful, I know, but that, that was, um, it's basically a 30 item Likert scale where participants can provide responses to how, whether they strongly disagree or strongly agree or anywhere between that on a five point scale as to a set of questions asking them to respond to the, the sentence, uh, I feel actively engaged in listening experience when using a smartphone to consume podcasts you know, in the morning or in the evening or in, in this context or in that context, etc. And in, in framing the questions in that way, you can then perform what's known as an exploratory factor analysis on the data. And depending on the results and depending on how the items, the correlations between the items, you might be able to form factors if you follow the statistical methods appropriately. You might be able to form factors that sort of would then describe, in this case, factors of context that can both negatively or positively you know, relate to uh, engagements. That was the main first part that sort of led to the, um, this formation of the factors of context. So yeah, then the second part of it was we defined and uh, and measured five aspects of podcast listening engagement and derived from a study by Tobin and uh, Guadno 
from 2022, they looked at five aspects, including amount of time spent listening, the settings in which episodes listening took place, the editorial format of podcasts, the devices used to listen, and social aspects, including social and parasocial engagements. So we adapted those to include time spent listening and average weekdays and weekend days, the locations in which participants consume podcasts, the monitoring devices, so headphones or speakers participants used to listen, uh, the multitasking activities that participants did or didn't engage with, and the methods that participants used to discover podcasts. So in doing so, the idea there was to, A, to sort of have its own separate mapping out of those engagement metrics that would be useful, I'm sure, to people working in the industry uh, or academics to sort of, as a, a slightly uh, kind of unique uh, insight, some of the questions that aren't usually asked in some of the more uh, industry-based surveys, but also uh, a sort of framework in which to measure statistical associations with the proposed factors that this that our study was um, had developed in the first section of the study uh, to sort of validate the results or and, and explore how there are sort of correlations or not between those different forms of engagement. So what are the results of the study and why are they relevant? Yeah, okay. So the first thing to say is the results are the first of their of their kind to support the hypothesis that listeners environmental context do in fact both positively and negatively relate to the potential engagement in podcast listening experiences and further than that it's also the first study that has attempted then to map out in which ways that is happening as well beyond that the study identified five factors of environmental context that influence attention engagement uh, in different ways and these factors were labeled as outdoors indoors and at home evenings soundscape and at work and exercise Right. Can we analyze these factors a bit more in depth? So outdoors is this, this idea of people listening to podcasts outdoors in different ways. For the most, you know, most part, that was sort of something where people were were reporting, you know, feeling uh, higher levels of attention engagement, and there were some circumstances where they weren't. Uh, indoors and at home, similarly, this idea of you know people listening to podcasts while doing other things at home in their sort of comfort zone in the evenings etc and likewise evenings again in their leisure time uh, in specific times in the evening we have data on that as well and then sounds at work this is probably the most interesting factor for me significant number of people who were reporting that in podcast listening experiences that was actually contributing to increasing their engagement because they were sort of retreating into this uh, personal auditory bubble or listening space and then lastly there was the exercise factor which Again, is people are listening to podcasts whilst engaging in exercise. Yeah, and then the second half of it, so the, the five aspects of podcast listening uh, engagement provided quite a rich quantitative data set describing how consumers are engaging with and listening to, to podcasts uh, using smartphones. So the, uh, the tables that present this data in the paper offers some insight that may be of great interest to podcast producers and, and networks and commissioners and academics, uh, in particular that we we conducted some group analysis that looked at um, kind of headphone versus loudspeaker use and private versus public listening locations and different modalities of multitasking activities and discovery methods. And that, that involved quite a lot of statistical work to sort of compute all these these variables as, as larger group variables and, um, and, and allows you some quite unique insight, I think, into how people are engaging with podcasts. Okay, so we have outlined those factors, and is there any of those which is more impactful than the others? I wouldn't, I wouldn't describe the research as there being a single, you know, knockout factor that is people are going to turn to. It's and say 
that's how people are engaging most in their podcasts. That there's not a lot of difference between the factors that were outlined. And that's not unusual, really, in the method that has been the used, the factor analysis method. You usually see this grouping of these similar amounts of percentage of variance explained in, in the items. Fair enough. Let me switch to a completely different topic. I'm sure that not so many people know about how much research is done in the field of podcasting from an academic perspective. So I'd appreciate if we could dive into the research about podcasting. And can you help us understand a bit what's going on in that sense? It still really is developing. In fact, it's only recently announced the uh, City University of London is, is launching the UK's very first dedicated podcasting postgraduate master's degree. But aside from actual sort of academic institutions where, the, uh, where you can go and study these kind of things academically, there's a strong community of, of sort of postgraduates or, or full-time academics that are inter, you know, of international renown that are working in the field. And I mean, those are familiar with a sort of Richard Berry is quite doing lots of interesting work at University of Sunderland. He's very active online. And there's a book which I learned a lot from called Podcasting the Audio Media Revolution by uh, Martin Spinelli and Nan Stan that discusses a lot of the ideas of, of these that I've just discussed in terms of audio mobile listening bubbles and personal listening bubbles. It's very interesting. And as you can might imagine, there's, there's quite a strong active online community as well, mainly on, on Twitter and Discord. But probably the best place to start if you want to learn more about this kind of thing would be uh, websites. There's a podcast, uh, podcast studies website, which is podcaststudies.org. Listen, Jay, how can we define what could be the impact of this type of research on the industry at large? So publishers, podcast producers, etc. Yeah, so there's two main things I'd say. More, firstly, more broadly speaking, something that might be overlooked is access. So, you know, big companies that are involved in the commissioning and production of podcasts, um, they do conduct research in all manner of different fields, including podcasting. And some of it is made available publicly, but understandably, a lot of it isn't. And and also the research they do share has been commissioned with the ultimate goal of, of furthering that particular company's commercial goals and interests, as you'd expect. And there's also various commercial research agencies that conduct research on podcast listening, as I've heard on your podcast before. But in this case, you usually have to pay a lot of money to gain access to the full reports. So... Um, you know, research conducted in the academic community tends to be more accessible. In our case, this paper is completely open access, so anyone with an internet connection can access the full report completely free of charge. And I think that's really important, especially for something like podcasting, which has always been this highly democratized form of media from the offset. Because when you, you know, when you use the term, how can the industry benefit from this? Well, yes, there are big companies, and there's a lot of money now involved in podcasts. But at the heart of it, it's pretty much you know, pretty much anyone who wants to share ideas or stories of the world can still do so on their own. And as a medium, I think it's really important that research is available for everyone involved in its uh, in its production. Right. And is there any trend related to the future we should be particularly interested in? In terms of what specifically, you know, podcast studies or research uh, has to offer the industry, I think the most specific thing I'm excited about, I suppose, is... Um, There's this uh, recent development of work around this idea of object-based or, or flexible media. It has several different terms. But it's this, um, and in terms of podcasting, the most relevant term would be adaptive podcasting or perceptive podcasting. And it's this idea of um, essentially using like sensors in the listener's smartphone to intuit information about the context in which podcast is being consumed and then using that information to adapt or personalize different elements of the content or production and 
So the idea is you'd rather than recording podcasts, editing it down, and then it being this fixed linear uh, piece of media, you would basically record your podcast into different chapters or different audio objects, like individual objects of audio, which can then be controlled with metadata depending on the sensors. And, and you can make this really interesting, flexible experience. Well, I mean, really the possibilities are, are sort of endless in that respect. Okay. What are concrete examples or applications of that? So, I mean, for example, you, you, know, you might, you might mean, that might mean personalizing the content to suit a particular geographical location or a different time of day. And this is something that's being explored by BBC R&D uh, currently. So last year they released an adaptive podcasting player app and web editing tool on their MakerBox website, which is their platform for creators. And again, this is freely accessible for anyone wishing to try and experiment with producing these kinds of adaptive podcasting experiences. This work has been spearheaded by Ian Forrester at the BBC and is sponsored by the European Broadcasting Union. And Ian's been really great in promoting these kinds of ideas around ensuring this kind of technology stays true to the roots of podcasting and remains accessible to anyone. So I think finally where where sort of our work would fit into that is is in order to, you know, there's lots of these this this lots of work being done on in a technical capacity around making uh, things like object based audio and media feasible, technically speaking, and, and exploring how that might work. Uh, aside from just podcasts, you know, in, in all sorts of broadcast media. And I think it's really important that we're not just charging headlong into working on technical solutions for these things. And we're, we're asking questions of how do people actually, you know, interact with these things in different contexts so that we know how we might personalize them. And, you know, I've, I've, we've started off with, in terms of engagement, it's quite a, a general core engagement metric. And it might be harder to see how, how that might be relevant for personalizing content for that. But I think it's quite easy to see that once you, know, once you start getting into um, these ideas of exploring how people are listening, uh, you, you could apply this same sort of methodology to different kinds of engagement. Uh, and then you could start doing some really interesting things with, with looking at how content can be personalized in these, in these kinds of adaptive experiences should they become more, uh, more desirable in the future. Absolutely. Um, wonderful, Jay. It was really, really interesting to me personally. And thank you so much for being with us here today to discuss your research paper and more broadly the research industry, I would say, about podcasting and audio engineering. Thank you, Alexander. It's been really great. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. And this is it for this month's episode of Repod, the podcast discussing European podcasting with industry experts and creators. We'll be back next month, but meanwhile... For you to know, Repod is not only a podcast series, but also a specific project led by the Brussels-based podcast production agency Bull Media. Through Repod, Bull Media aims at exploring the art of remakes in podcasting, trying to bring podcast series produced by independent creators in one country to another national audience in Europe. Repod is a partnership between Bull Media and Acast, The project is financed by the Stars for Media program, which is an innovation exchange program aiming at facilitating cooperation between media professionals to accelerate media innovation across borders in Europe. To check out Stars for Media, visit starsformedia.eu and you can visit the website of Bull Media at bullmedia.eu. That's B-U-L-L-E media.eu. The Stars for Media program is co-financed by the European Commission. <laughs>